Welcome everyone to the Is This Love podcast. Hi everyone. This is the show where we answer your questions and we'll navigate and traverse and climb and dive and duck under <laughs> the weird and wonderful <laughs> world of love and relationships. I am Francis, a.k.a. The Other Guy, and the woman with the greatest laugh on all of the podcasts, probably the best laugh on any podcast you'll ever listen to, it Aww. is Miss Sarah Nade. Hi, Sarah. Wow. Hi. I so you may be wondering like why why did he say that? Well, I I have to edit audio for the show. And I have to isolate Sarah sometimes so I can fix her audio or my audio. And sometimes I'll just it'll just be her laughing. And it's such a wholesome laugh. Like I really love Sarah has a really great laugh, I think. And so when I hear it uh just by itself without me talking cuz I often talk over her laughter. And it's just the <laughs> laughter by itself. It's like, wow, that's really – it's a really nice laugh. So if you ever hear her laugh, Aww. if you ever make Sarah laugh, you know you've done a good thing because it's a great laugh and it should be shared with the world. So if you ever – Wow. Really it, yeah. No. That's so nice. Oh, yeah. No, seriously. It's it's crazy. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. I'll just – because I'll be like – I'll just listen. I'm like, oh, this, oh yeah. That's a really mm, – okay. It's very, very nice. Very, it's, it's very um, appealing to the ear. So if you – yeah, again, make her laugh, folks, and you'll you'll be greatly <laughs> rewarded for something awesome. Oh, that's really awesome. <laughs> that makes me feel really good. Oh, good. I'm glad. Yeah. Um, yeah, thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. Uh, now, here, our goal, hopefully, is to not only make you think but also make you laugh a little bit, too, because we like to laugh on this show. Even though we're talking about some pretty heavy topics, but, you know, before we get started on our questions, where Sarah and I will serenade you into our question segment. I think if we ever make it to episode 200 or something for some weird out-of-this-world reason – We'll have to make it like the musical episode and we have to sing the entire thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> that would be so much work. Like, we'd have to write it. I know. We'd have to write the lyrics. <laughs> we'd have to write our responses ahead of time. You know, we'd have to really think it out. But that'd be – yeah. part of me would be – find that really funny and kind of fun. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. That's that's 130 – 170 plus episodes away. So we, we have time. <laughs> <laughs> We have some. It would be interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Now, look, we we know it's been a couple weeks since Halloween, but we're recording on Halloween Day. Yeah. <laughs> so it has been a, a little bit of time since then, and we're still kind of in that spirit. I think a little bit, right? Like we're still in the mood. I I posted like the song. I guess I would have been listening today, which is the Ghostbusters theme. As the Halloween song to listen to today. Oh, nice! Yeah. Um, have you ever seen the official music video of the Ghostbusters theme song? <laughs> I didn't even know there was one. So there's an official theme song with uh, uh, oh god, Ray Parker Jr. I think is the is the uh, uh, singer, and mm-hmm. when he says "Who are you gonna call?" and somebody says Ghostbusters, the a bunch of eighties celebrities do cameos to say the word ghostbusters it's really weird right that's awesome though yeah like chevy chase is like randomly there saying ghostbusters and and uh john candy says oh wow yeah so watch the original music video it's a really 
it's really weird, but kind of fun. No, I love that. I'm definitely yeah. going to watch it. Um, I've been hearing it too. Like the radio station I listen to likes to do, well, God, after Thanksgiving, they play nothing but Christmas <laughs> music, which is fine for like five minutes, yeah. but then I have to find a different station yeah. for the rest of the month. Yeah. But I think they're trying to do like a Halloween That's stuff. Good. So they've been playing a lot of Monster Mash and a mm. lot of Ghostbusters. Um, I shouldn't even put together that the Ghostbusters thing was Halloween themed. I was like, I love how much I'm hearing <laughs> Ghostbusters lately. <laughs> I didn't even put that together. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised there's not a lot of uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, too, after that. Oh. Because that's also... Me too. Maybe it's... um, Maybe it's too... Well, there's... There's a song called Branded? This is Halloween. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're not allowed to play <clears throat> Disney songs on that station oh, because sure. they don't want to. Maybe there's like branding rights or something. I don't know. Some licensing thing. Yeah. No, I yeah. Guess. Well, that's too bad. But I've been listening to a lot of, you know, that that type of music. Uh, another one was, of course, Thriller. I recommended Thriller a few days ago. So, you know, you have to have Yeah, that. they actually haven't been playing that. I'm surprised because you're right. That is a Halloween song. Somebody's watching me is another one, um, which is Ooh, considered. I don't think I've heard that one. That's uh, it has Michael Jackson in it. He's the one who sings the chorus. But oh my god, I can't remember. Oh yes, yeah. I do know what you're talking yeah. about. I think maybe they did play that. Yes. <laughs> I, now that I am like hearing the tune behind somebody's watching me, now I know what you're talking about. Dead Man's Party was another one. Did you did you hear that at all? Uh, Oingo Boingo. See, I don't know. See. I'd have to hear it. That's the thing is oh. I just can't like – just the name of it usually yeah. isn't enough. Well, yeah. Oingo Boingo, the main the main singer of that is the guy who did – he's uh, Danny Elfman who did, you know, Batman, uh, the Batman theme song. And Wait. Danny Elfman was a singer? Danny Elfman is the lead singer of Oingo Boingo, yeah. Who no did, way! Yeah, who did Weird Science. I didn't science. know he sang. Yeah. He, he sings Weird Science. He sings uh, – uh, Dead Man's Party. He sang a bunch of songs. Yeah, he, he had a whole, he had a band for many decades. He had a band. That's so yeah. crazy. And he sings all the vocals for for Nightmare on Elm Street. He he sings for Jack. What? Yeah, oh my god! You are like blowing my mind right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Danny Elfman. I just I don't know Danny Elfman. It's like all of his like um, orchestrated stuff. Composing, yeah. yeah, like even it's like a little kid, like the music for Black Beauty, and I just like cried my eyes out, yeah, and I was like, yeah. oh my god, the music's so beautiful. Oh yeah, I had no idea he was also like a singer. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny Elfman is, uh, he's he's a raconteur. He's done it all. So Man. Uh, <laughs> I am just like my mind is blown right now. I I'm gonna have to listen to all that. Look at that. I, All of the Nightmare on Elm Street stuff again and just... Oh, yeah, yeah. Totally different now. Oh, a, yeah. I, I thought it was some... Uh, you know, one of those Disney singers they hired to belt out all their no, musical that, songs, he, all their musical numbers. He does a... He did. I don't know if he still does, but he used to do a concert here in L.A. I think he's because he's out here, where he would do the music live from Nightmare on Elm Street... On, on, uh, <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> Uh, he would really? do the night before Christmas music live, sing it with the cartoon playing in the background. So he would oh sing. Oh my live. god! Yeah. Oh my god! I would love that. Yeah, but I've been. Yeah, I think he's still doing it. If he is, I, I really want to go. But yeah, it's 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 impressive. It's it's really good. So there you go. I I've done two things today. I've complimented her, Sarah, very much. So and I've also blown her mind with 
Danny Elfman being a singer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, this is crazy. <laughs> uh, now your turn. Okay. So to get, say something that I wouldn't know. <laughs> Good to put yeah. her on the spot. <laughs> I was going to say, really put me on the spot. Did you know that? <laughs> um, okay. Give me a minute here. <laughs> oh, okay. I, that'd be interesting if you could think of is something. Is there something like, that I think you don't know? Yeah. Did you know there's a tiny little spider on the $1 bill? I didn't know that. There is a tiny spider on the $1 bill. I know it's supposed to be. I don't know if it's actually supposed to be a spider, but if you look really close, it looks like a spider. Okay. I'm t- I have a dollar bill in my pocket. I'm going to take it out. People can't see this. This is an American $1 bill. I don't have a dollar bill. I have so a dollar bill right can... here. Right here. $1 okay. bill. Where is the spider supposed to be on the $1 bill? Okay. Hold the dollar bill up to me okay. so I can see it. All right. This is great for okay. the, the listeners because I'm holding a dollar bill okay. to, to Sarah. So look at it. Look at um, George Washington. Okay, I'm looking at George Washington. Look at the one in the top corner that he's facing. Okay, top corner he's facing. And you see like the shape around the one, um, that top left like spider curve. Web. Right. See the top left curve uh-huh. of that shape? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sitting, it's super duper tiny and it's sitting right at the like bottom of that little oh, curve. I'm going to have to wear my glasses for this one. Oh, man. <laughs> Take my glasses off. I shouldn't have taken my glasses off. Sorry, guys. It looks like just like the tiniest baby spider. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I see it. <laughs> Do you see, see it? it? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, there it is. Oh, wow. Oh, all right. Yeah. That I did not know. That's pretty crazy. That's really cool. There you go. Not exactly a pop culture reference, but. Either way, it works. You know, you learn something, you learn something new every day. That's the important thing. Anyway. Wow. That was weird. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad we did it because I, I, I I love, uh, I love learning new little things like this. Even if it's just, it's just obscure and weird. I love it. I'm a big fan. So, uh, there you go. Sarah's going to listen to Ghostbusters, look at all the fun cameos, and I'm going to look at all my dollar bills and see if I can't afford it. And I'm going to like try to get some video of Danny Elfman singing Jack Skellington. Yeah, you should. You should. It's out there. Oh, my goodness. It's out there. Oh, man. It's And it's good. He's, he's a good singer. Um, look, Just look at Boingo Boingo, too, and, and, and <laughs> you'll... Yeah. Oh, I can't believe he sang Weird Science. He sang Weird Science, yeah. That was him. Oh, man. That movie's so bad. Oh, well, <laughs> with Kelly LeBrock and uh, uh And young. it aged so terribly. Well, yeah. I mean, it's an 80s movie, you know. It's all, 80s. All it's 80s like... movies. If you, if, you, if you put it against the current, the current zeitgeist, it doesn't hit fit well. But if you have some fond memories of it, go watch it. <laughs> Um, I, I watched all of those movies late. I didn't watch any of those eight, uh, any of those John Hughes movies or whatever. I didn't watch any of them, and I watched uh, like oh my god, maybe even like Sixteen Candles or something like a decade ago. And mm-hmm. I'm like, there's boobs in this movie. <laughs> like there's, and it was rated like PG. PG. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the, PG was weird back then. Apparently, like if you're 13, not even 13, it's like. Not even PG-13. If you're like a 10-year-old and you happen to be watching this movie, as long as you get your parent there to explain why that woman was naked in the shower, I guess more power to you. Because the other one is jealous of her. That's well, why. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That explains it. <laughs> that explains it to prepubescent kids who are like, why am I saying this? Well, look, 
80s movies specifically were very horny. <laughs> they were very horny movies back in the day. Oh, man. There was what? I mean, they made a movie about a guy obsessing over a mannequin who came to life, right? I mean, come on now. Was that just mannequin? Mannequin, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen that one in a long time. Oh, I think yeah. I saw it on TV as a kid. It's it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's an 80s movie but um i don't know i like it i still like 80s movies i'm still fine with them i mean i, I otherwise i you know I, there's a lot of good 80s movies out there go go watch um <laughs> flight of the navigator or something which is <gasps> that's good go. yeah i haven't seen that in a long time <laughs> i got i got one for sarah that she likes yeah, flight of the navigator maybe if i can find some others <clears throat> uh the la- uh, did you see the that's uh, wow you found yourself a flight of the navigator <clears throat> oh, you know it's a good one, funny one. Better off dead. They're better off dead. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's like impossible to find to watch. Oh, is it really? It's not streaming anywhere. Wow. I don't think it's streaming anywhere. Uh, if I can find it, I'll I will tell you because then send it to me. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you, you the link. Let me know where you see it. Because uh, yeah. Anyway, wow, we're all over the place today, but that's okay because you know what? It's it's <laughs> Halloween. We have a basket, a bucket, or a bag, or something of candy. Right there for the children to take um, as they want. No questions asked. I just, I just hope no dogs go through the hallway and go into the chocolate I left oh, on my door. Oh man, don't say that. <laughs> I don't think I don't think they will. Uh, Hopefully, people are keeping an eye on their dogs, yeah. especially on Halloween, and not just letting them run around and eat whatever they want. Well, you never know. Sometimes just that leash is not is never short enough for some dogs. Well, look, we're having a good night. Because it is again a night of monsters. It is the uh, All Hallows Eve. But uh, <laughs> what goes with that? Oh, look at me uh, segueing into this. What goes with that is a book about monsters. Now, look, not everyone likes to read fictional stories about monsters. <coughs> Some people don't like fiction. <clears throat> but I, I didn't say I didn't like all fiction. <laughs> You didn't have to say anything. I wasn't anything towards you. you didn't have I to knew say- who you were talking about. <laughs> I mean, I was obviously talking about you, but you didn't have to say anything. <laughs> you kept that a secret. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer nonfiction, but I'm excited yeah. to read your book. Tinyurl.com slash monster tales, T-A-L-E-S, takes you to a Kickstarter. Now, the Kickstarter, I, I thought, man... Are we gonna? Is it gonna do well? Well, you have at least another week, and it's doing pretty well. And there's a bunch of stretch goals and all that stuff. And I want to be able to hit all of them because I want to be able to give you guys more stuff for these books. One of which is apparently, which is really weird. We're gonna do right now, as of the recording right now on the thirty first. You get you can get a bookmark. You can get us doing audio commentary on our story. In other words, while you're reading, oh, cool! We will tell you why we said certain things or did certain things. Why we wrote parts of the story the way we did. Our inspiration while you're, and I guess while you're reading it, I guess that's what's the that's the point. But yeah, so you get to hear us kind of comment as you read, and that's kind of a. Oh, you're going to get such an unfair advantage over the other guys <laughs> because you're like a professional voice person. I, you, you know what's funny is you can't listen to this right now without a script. I sound okay, right? I don't, you know, I, I don't have the perfect, 
as, as you say, I don't have a perfect <laughs> um, range of words, apparently, because I can't think of all the words all the, uh, all at the same time. But but when I have a script in front of me, when I have to read it, oh, man, it gets it gets weird and very professional and very and much better than 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 the podcast, because it's just me reading stuff. And it has I don't know. I, I enjoy it. I really like doing it. I used to do it a lot uh, back in the day. No, not so much anymore. So uh, we got, yeah, but there's a lot of stuff. So go check it out, please. Please, please, please. Uh, it would be so awesome if you can get to all the amazing stretch goals. And again, you're supporting, you know, technically you're kind of inadvertently supporting the show and you're supporting the 20 plus, 20 authors who have contributed, which is one of me, which is me. I'm one of them. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> go check it out. Tinyrl.com slash monster tales, S. All right. Well, thanks. And thanks for anyone who's already done it and who is thinking of doing it. Now let's get into the meat of the show, Sarah. Oh, what do you like with your potatoes? Some meat. And that is what we have right here with some <laughs> questions. And we enter into the question segment. Is this love questions? What do we got, Sarah? Okay. Our first question is, one of my husband's best friends has cheated on his wife with more than one woman. My husband sees this as a major character flaw, but he thinks we need to stay out of it. I'm not close friends with her, but we all hang out on occasion, and she's nice, and in my opinion, she deserves much better. They are trying for a baby, so I feel like she should know what her husband is really like before being tied to him more permanently. But I know it would make my husband very angry if I buttoned to his friend's marriage. Would you tell someone if you knew they were being cheated on? Mm. Have you ever been in this situation? Thankfully, no. Thankfully, no. (laughs) (laughs) You've never witnessed someone else cheating on somebody else? No, I have never... um... I've only ever found out about like cheating after like everyone knows and like all the drama's over and <laughs> you know <clears throat> you know like the the spouse already found out they've yeah. already figured out what they're gonna do about it. Um, oh wow! So I've never had to like make any <laughs> moral decisions about that. Okay, well let's uh, let's uh, play. I guess a little bit of make believe. Then let's say you are found in this situation. Can you, do you feel maybe even obligated to tell? Oh, God. This is such a moral dilemma (laughs) because morally we should prevent suffering if we can and we should like reveal betrayals or things like that, right? Sure. That's, that's the right thing to do generally, but. Also, the the risk this person would be taking is huge for maybe nothing. Like, she could end up ruining her relationships. She could do a lot of damage or even ruin her marriage, which could be really good otherwise. Mm-hmm. And this woman might already know. Or she might not believe her and get angry with her, which a lot of people do when you tell them that their spouse is cheating. They, yeah. they don't believe you. Right. So... I mean, she could be imploding her life for nothing Um, or for someone she's not friends with. So I would say if she decides it's none of her business, 
I don't think she should be like chastised for that. You know, this lady, if she finds out later that she knew she could very well get mad at her. And that's, I guess that's fair, but you know, this is a really tough thing to do. And I don't think anyone should have to like throw their relationships away to, to do this. However, if she really feels like she needs to tell her something, a lot of people say is find a way to do it anonymously. Like, Try to cover your tracks as much as you possibly can and send her something that says, hey, just see, you know, you don't know who I am, but your husband has slept with these women. Um, The only problem with that is be prepared for your husband to come to you at some point and say, hey, did you tell someone? And then you have to decide if you're going to lie to him or if you're going to come clean then. (laughs) So it's tricky. Oh yeah, no, I I agree with you, but I feel if if it's this far gone, they can't be the only couple that knows it's happening, right? <laughs> well, that's the thing too is it's not, you know, it's not fully on her shoulders, and it's not really, it's not like her best friend, and it's she's not so connected to it that she knows the whole situation. She knows whether the wife knows or not. She knows whether the wife wants to hear it or not. Um. And yeah, other people probably know it, it morally, like we're doing a moral experiment here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she should. Okay. If we're going totally morally here and like okay. taking out people's real, like mental health problems, they can suffer if they destroy their own lives. <laughs> we could say, well, she should tell her. And if her husband gets mad, then he's not a good person anyways, you know, like, but it's so much more complicated yeah. than that because it's, you know, it's his friend. It's his friendship that we ruined. She's perfectly welcome to say, I don't like your friend and this really bothers me and it bothers me that you don't want to say anything. But, you know, if he's like, hey, stay out. I really want us to stay out of this and she doesn't listen. Right. He might get really upset about that and that could end up really hurting her and maybe the friend doesn't even listen so yeah there's a lot of factors involved in yeah. this situation like yeah the, the moral yeah the moral argument obviously as she had pointed out and just the it's just so many layers so many layers of, of relationships and responsibilities i mean i was in this situation in the sense of like i knew my best friend was cheating on his wife, like, or at least trying really? to. Really? Trying to. I don't know if he successfully ever did, but oh. he actively tried, and I knew about it. He would tell me about it, and, you know, I mean, look, you, when you grow up with somebody, you don't really, you know, you don't think too much of it. It, it happened, like, after we've known each other for, like, a decade, he started doing this stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's not something you get prepared for, especially when that becomes almost their entire personality for like a few years. <laughs> like the, their whole kind of like essence is like, I need to, my wife is a given to me. I, 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 I'm not getting in love from her. Like this sucks. Everything sucks. I really just want to, you know, sleep with this person, this person, this person. And I'm and actively trying wow. to, right? Like actively trying to do it. And again, so I, not just like, whoops, a mistake happened, but like, I'm trying to make this mistake happen. Yeah, yeah. This is this is him wow. being completely frustrated in a relationship that I told him was going to be bad from the beginning. <laughs> and I already told him, like, this is not a relationship you've been in. You should have probably moved on. But he's like, I'm in love. You don't know what you're talking about. And I said, well, 
okay. Oh my God. What a mess. <laughs> I mean, sure. I may not know what I'm talking about, but you're now in this situation where you feel like you need to cheat on her with everyone. So, which is, of <clears throat> course, true love. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, and I never told her. And part of me thought maybe she did, she did know, you know, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, but I, ne- I never said anything. We weren't very close either. So I never felt like I was never really close with the wife. As a matter of fact, I don't know how I don't I always felt like she never really liked me anyway, <laughs> even though like we're like we were like he and I were like inseparable for so many years. Like we were the best of friends for a very long time. And it's just weird that, you know, and I was like the godfather of all of her, all of his kids, too, which is like the weird part. Well, she had uh, to be sort of OK with yeah. you then. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess we were OK to some degree, but. We, I wasn't her style, I guess, or like, I guess we just didn't mesh well. At like, I, I, anytime we spent time together, the wife and I, there wasn't much for us to talk about, and not, there wasn't much for us to socialize over. Anyway, beside the mm-hmm. point. But I, I also just never like told her, like, oh, by the way. Your husband is this, right? Oh, by the way. By the way, your husband spends every waking moment trying to have sex with someone other than you. Yeah, and telling me about it, you know. <laughs> and it's like, and she, I guess he knew I wasn't going to say anything, and I never did. <clears throat> so, yay, I guess. But uh, uh, Yikes, what a situation for you. Well, yeah, right? Like, I feel I valued the friendship with him more than... Mm-hmm you know outing him as kind of the asshole that he was if i can i don't know i'm not gonna is that a word i can say i don't know but anyway um but i i didn't feel like you know and and this was the guy that ended up when i was divorcing the moment he found out was his first thought was to contact my ex-wife and see if she was available so like you know whatever right like what do you do in a situation like that where I'm at my lowest, and he decides to go and tap over there, right? Like, okay. So he wasn't even that great of a person to begin with anyway. <laughs> so I, I protected <laughs> I protected a person of whom was actually pretty awful all around. And so it's like, you know, what do you, you know, what, what do you do when you find that stuff out? So I don't know. I think in this particular case, yeah, I would agree with you 100%. It's like, you know, this might be best left i would i would actually think that i would actually encourage the wife to at least say hey look i know he's your best friend but at least talk him out of it or something or at least say hey if this is a if you're if you'd rather be with somebody else just end the marriage like convince him to do something that is less destructive if anything right as opposed yeah. to staying in, like instead of allowing this guy to be like well i'd rather cheat with my on my wife it's like well then why are you married just yeah like divorce her you obviously don't want to be with her you want to be with all these other people just get out of the relationship i think it's i think it's totally legitimate to talk to her husband and be like this is really bothering me yeah this woman is going to have a child with him and find out at some point that he's a cheater yeah and she's going to be stuck with him and i know he's your friend and you want things to work out for him but this is really unfair to her um I will say if you're going to go the route of anonymously letting her know, you might not want to bring it up so much with us. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> that's a really risky route, too. Yeah. Because like I said, there's a good chance that the, 
you know, when the white, the woman's husband finds out he's going to go to everyone he told and is like, who did you tell? Right. And who told her? So, so, so are we um, saying don't say anything? <laughs> is, that, is that ultimately what we're saying is just don't say anything? Uh, I don't know. Here's what I would say. Yeah. I would say talk to your, I would say talk to your husband about it if it's really bothering you. Okay. But if you're thinking, no, I need to let her know somehow. I just absolutely have to. And I don't want to get found out, found out. Then do a really good job covering your tracks and be prepared for what you're going to say when your husband confronts you. Yeah. I'm not going to say that's the wrong thing to do, but maybe you can mm-hmm. not make it more wrong by being prepared to tell him like, yeah, I am the one who let her know and I really covered up my tracks. So right now you're the only other person who knows I said something. Oh, <laughs> and now you're in it with me. I mean, I'm not trying <laughs> That's, that's my first thought. I was like, oh, now, now, you know, this whole scheme I just prepared, you're now an accomplice. <laughs> yeah, well, like, I don't want to lie to you, but I had to let her know somehow, and I tried to do it in a way that wouldn't hurt your friendship, but I had to let her know. And Because what's your other option to lie to him forever about that? I mean, that's pretty bad. I feel like it's a it's a powder keg just ready to blow at some point, right? Like at some point he's going to ultimately cheat on her and ultimately it's going to be found out. It's very hard to maintain that without the other party knowing. And if the other party already knows and they get this little anonymous letter and they already know anyway and they still want to go ahead with this baby thing, then, you know, that is her prerogative, you know, to do. The best friend's wife can yeah. definitely live that type of life, but... Yeah. Or if she doesn't believe it, then that's also her progress. She's yeah. free to ignore, you know, warnings or evidence. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just feel really bad for someone who's like not yet tied to someone else that strongly, but they're about to be and other people could stop them and be like, hey, you could be with someone who treats you with respect and doesn't um, betray you yeah. like a lot. <laughs> like like, so. a, like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot yeah. potentially a whole lot like a whole lot oh boy a whole lot All right. yeah potentially like once or twice a week <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i shouldn't be laughing <laughs> it's a, no look look, look. <laughs> we, i i mean <clears throat> we're, we're we're separated enough that we can i think <laughs> we can giggle about it a little bit it's okay you know, um, like, yeah, I yeah, don't know. It's, you know, I mean, I, yeah, I'm if you saying... don't laugh about it, I, 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 here's the thing. Sometimes you have to laugh about the insanity of some of the stuff that happens in relationships, like, because it's yeah. crazy, you know, that's true. We often that's don't true. take the, I know it's not the easy road. It's always the hard road, right? Can, you know, breaking up a relationship, all that stuff. That's hard, right? I get it. Mm hmm. But it's a million times easier than doing all of this, right? Doing like the doing the the the, the different women behind his wife's back, and like also trying to get his wife oh pregnant, and like doing all this stuff. That's way harder, yeah, way more work, right? <laughs> than just being like, you know what, you know, I I love you, but I feel like this or whatever and blah, blah. And now we have to break up, et cetera. And it sucks. This is definitely more complicated than most situations I've been in. Yeah. Um, I think that if she decides to just say, Hey, it's none of my business. Yeah. 
it may come back to bite her. The woman may, you know, she may feel guilty or the woman may come back later and be like, did you know? How could you not tell me? But it's kind of reasonable to yeah. say if you don't want to get involved, it isn't yeah, really. No. <laughs> yeah. It, it The risk is just, could you could consider the risk too great for possibly um, no one to even listen to you. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I, I agree. I, I agree that sometimes the uh, the risks are way too high to take that type of a leap and may, and know that you're going to hit the ground you know on your feet you may just fall flat on your face after just taking that immense leap of faith that you're that you you telling her that this thing is happening to her in her life yeah and she's almost saying this this woman's relationship is more important or this woman finding a good better relationship is more important than my relationship and the woman may be like, well, I don't want to find a better relationship. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Like, she's yeah. almost certainly going to cause a big rift or problem if she does this at all. Yeah. Like, openly. So, it's like more than just a risk. It's like almost certain that she's going to make her husband really mad. And I mean, a lot of people believe that you just don't, you mind your own business when it comes to cheating. And kind of life in general, sort of, really, right? Like, you know, we just kind of, yeah. you know, there's this mentality of just like, okay, look, it's happening over there. It's not hurting us. Let them kind of deal with it over there, right? Right. I mean, it might be different if, like, she was in, like, danger or if he was, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, if, yeah. like, she was but... being hurt or something, people might be like, okay, we really need to yeah. step in. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, cheating's a tough one yeah. because... It's very emotionally damaging if the person finds out. Right. Which I still think I is going to happen really... at some point, like no matter what. I, it yeah. probably is going to happen, yeah. And um, so I don't know. It's, 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 it's such tough. a difficult one. <laughs> so for so we have to, obviously our our advice is twofold, in which uh, you weigh the risks. I, I think ultimately just weigh the risks and then. Uh, go with what you feel is worth risking. Is a relationship is your own personal relationship worth risking? After he tells you not to kind of butt in, and is it worth risking their relationship if she already knows about it and doesn't care? So, you know, be careful with that and yeah. good luck. And uh, I'd love to get a, I'd love to get a follow up on this and be like, by the way, this is what yeah. I did. I took Sarah's advice and I totally left totally left an anonymous note. On her windshield. <laughs> Never knew where it came from. It was weird. Um, yeah. I, I, oh. Hey, it might work. You never know. All right. What is our next query? Ooh. Okay. Our next query <laughs> is, if a man breaks up with his girlfriend, what can she do to win him back? That is the least amount of information we're going to get from <laughs> question that's pretty complicated. I know it's like it really <clears throat> depends I'm sure on the situation let's assume that he didn't dump her because she's just like awful yeah like absolutely the worst person ever and he's like scared for his life and he will never want to see her again because yeah she's like abusive or something let's assume it's not that well here's a question I have for you then okay do you feel it is possible Let's let's reverse. I mean, let's not reverse it because it's very specific here. Girlfriend wanting to win her boyfriend back. Okay, so let's. Do you have you ever felt in your own personal life like you could potentially win someone back, and and did you ever want to win somebody back? 
win somebody back yeah, after they broke up with you like did you ever feel like oh man i really wish i that didn't ha- i wish he didn't feel that way i need to find a way personally to do it before you- well um i'm going to speak for the time of my life after school since before that i can hardly remember well, yeah, how yeah, the yeah, moving yeah, pieces yeah. worked sure, but sure. i have <laughs> i have two times yeah. after breakups gotten back with the person oh wow okay there you go yeah um both times i didn't really do much of anything to win them back like either i said hey do you want to hang out or they asked and i said sure and then either like that day after hanging out or within a couple days we ended up getting back together so um i didn't really have to like do anything right and i didn't really like plan or scheme at all because <laughs> I, I, um, I, 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 I guess the point i'm trying to make because as you answer this i i'm gonna kind of give my own thoughts on this but yeah um <clears throat> okay but yeah uh i understand that yeah no, no scheming no manipulation just right uh, i wasn't like oh if i if i put out this social media post then you know with with me in this outfit it'll make him think of me oh, in a hello. certain way and then you know <laughs> wow i mean I... like you know something we wore to a concert sure. or something not whatever you're thinking Aww. and then <laughs> oh now i'm disappointed <laughs> but anyway go on <laughs> all right jeez and then um you know or i'm going to put this this sentiment out there that's sure. like you know i i know my true love is out there and they they don't remember me, but mm. blah, 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 or something, you know, sad and whatever. And yeah, hoping that they it, it ignites a flame in them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think all that stuff is kind of obvious anyways. So I think any like I feel like any um, attempt to manipulate an ex to like want you back is going to be obvious, right. you know, sure. I, I just see a lot of people trying that and it always seems really obvious to me. So I don't know. I, I wouldn't recommend trying to like, you know, put stuff out there to make them feel a certain way. I don't know. Maybe it works for some people. Don't, don't wear the thing is what we're trying to say. I'm, okay. Well, <laughs> or, maybe, or, or maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you do. Maybe that works for some people. Maybe they're like, Oh, I broke up with her because I just forgot what she looks like in that. Well, so now that I see it again. <laughs> It doesn't hurt, is all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. It doesn't hurt. Like, we're not going to be mad at it <laughs> or anything, is all I'm oh saying. Oh, my God. Um, really? That would win you back? No, like... I'm not saying – I didn't say it would win you back. I just said we wouldn't be mad at it, is all I'm saying. <laughs> it, would, it wouldn't hurt your chances, is all I'm trying to say. God, maybe it's just not my style to put out that kind of content. No, well, no. Well, yeah. I'm just – I'm, I'm just saying <laughs> – that's all I all I'm doing is saying. That's all I'm doing is saying. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well maybe it would work. I I'm under the impression that like any kind of um any kind of like a like subtle stuff you try to do like yeah. that, I don't know. I feel like it it's I don't know, I just feel like it wouldn't work. I feel like it'd be obvious. But I don't know. I'm not a guy. I don't know if it would win a guy back. Well, yeah. I think look. I actually think it's it's not a hundred percent, 
But uh, yeah, I think you could win a, a guy back. I don't see why not. It's a lot. I think, especially when you're really emotional and whatnot, it's easy to break up over stuff that isn't thought out. Sometimes people break up, or sometimes people end relationships. Just because emotions are just so high, they're just peaking. Mm-hmm. When you know, because of other factors, stress at work, um, you know, the, the state of the world, or whatever, like all of these things, kind of weigh on people differently. And for some, mm-hmm. it leads to a point where they're like, "Okay, well, you know what? I can't do this anymore. This is another pressure I can't have on top of this other stuff. Sorry, we we can't do this." And so when I say, like, okay, maybe <laughs> you remem- remind them those certain <laughs> things, is because maybe in their head, you know, maybe the, the reason behind the separation isn't simply just, oh, well, by the way, uh, they don't have legitimate reasons. It's just, again, sometimes we do that stuff where there's just so much going on in their life that that one extra thing coming from somebody who you know, obviously has a right to feel that way and obviously may be upset about something or or whatever and and makes that catalyst happen to which they feel like, this is too much, I cannot do it, I'm sorry, I must go. And then, you know, uh, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn, Uh, walk out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, and they they leave, right? And it's confusing and it's disheartening and you don't know why they did it and – and again, it can be mm-hmm. very rash, and sometimes it can be very uh, not thought out at all. It's like I just did it because I couldn't handle it. And yeah, you can win him back. And as a guy, I'm not. I'm not kidding. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> just a little bit of arousal may help. Kind of like, oh wait a minute. Well, yeah. I mean, I uh, for you know, look, look. I'm not ashamed to say this because as 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 a man, I'm not ashamed <laughs> to say this. But we're not always thinking with our brains. We have other heads thinking <laughs> for us, so to speak. And <laughs> the rationale okay. isn't always there. No, it's true though. It's very I true. I believe you. <laughs> it's very true. We are when we're attracted to somebody, you'd be surprised how much uh we will kind of bend ourselves backwards to make a thing happen. And if there's actual, like, emotional uh, foundation to it outside of kind of the sexual attraction, then it's kind of it, – it, it, it all kind of comes together. It's like a puzzle kind of making itself in front of him to where it's like, oh, right, that is the thing – it, this thing that I did, very irrational. I don't know. I mean, I was upset. I was angry. I don't know why I did it. I got. I said goodbye, and I'm already missing her, right? And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. And 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 oh, oh, right. That, that little extra push and reminder. It's like, oh, and and also, I forgot how much the rest of me enjoys her. Um, <clears throat> <and so, laughs> <laughs> so that I'm, I'm saying, but that's a part of what can potentially uh, bring him back but really it's again under the assumption that it was not a well thought out you know okay reasonable they talk to you about it well this is why because you suck or whatever and not in the good way and they're like all right so unfortunately we'll have to break up and then 
that is kind of any attempts to bring that back will actually push him further away because he already ex- kind of explained it rationally to you. But if it's just an emotional outburst of just irrational thought, being able to win the Mac is very doable, I think. Um, because they're just being irrational and they're just thinking with pure just the weight of the world on their heads and their shoulders. So <laughs> why did you? Well, okay. You chortled a little bit there. I guess if a, <laughs> if you have an emotional outburst that leads to a breakup, then just post lingerie no, pictures no, 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 and no. he'll come back. <laughs> Like it's it's uh, I'm obviously I'm trying to be you know I, I'm, I'm, being, I know, I'm yeah. but you know I, I <laughs> but it doesn't hurt it, do, right? it doesn't hurt no but I, I think yeah I think you know letting them because I do, I do think people break up that way I mean I could be wrong what do you think Sarah do you think people break up with that kind of irrational just uh, it what it's like they don't. They they just I don't know I feel like that happens I I, I haven't done it personally um, but I feel like it's happened to me <laughs> I think yeah I do think it happens yeah. I feel like if it was really just like an irrational oh my god in the moment I did that and I can't believe I did it yeah. I would imagine they would try to come back within a day or two or a week and be like I didn't mean to do that yeah. you know um, I guess so that's true it'd be fairly it'd be fairly quick to mend. I guess so. Yeah, you're right about yeah. that. Yeah, it would. It wouldn't be like a think, month from now. They're still broken up. You know. Well, I mean, I guess, I, it could. and you know, I don't know. I it's not a good sign if your significant other can just fly off the handle and dump you. Well, and, no, it's not a good sign. Like, but also, it's not a you know. Again, uh, <laughs> it, I don't know. I feel like we make bad decisions sometimes, and it's not. I mean, if it's frequent, then yeah, don't then just stop. <laughs> yeah, I think you'd want to like make sure that wasn't going to happen right, again exactly. if you're going to give it another shot. Yeah. I personally think you should only try to like win someone back, like mm-hmm. try to someone who dumped you. Yes, I think the only time you should try to win them back is when they had to break up with you because you were being. You're being not a good partner in some way, like a bad partner. Oh, sure. Yeah. Not so bad as it was like abuse because, you know, you should just leave them alone if that's the case. But like, let's say you, you cheated or you, um, were really not, you know, very nice to them for a long time or you like weren't paying attention to them and giving them none of your time. And they were like, look, I, I've had enough of this. Right. And I'm out of here. If you can, like, say, I really need to work on... I I know what I did wrong. Mm-hmm. It was me. I'm going to work on that. Then you might try to win them back because you're like, I actually was able to fix the thing. Or I think I was able to fix the thing that, that broke this. Um, And I wasn't being a good partner. And I, I'd love a second chance. And... I I I think I need to like get them to you know see how sorry I was and then I've changed. Mm-hmm. Um I see this woman saying I'm guessing this is a woman saying how can I get my guy back? I think if that's not the case, I think if he was a really bad partner, like why does she want to win him back, you know? Right. Like yeah. if he was like, "Well, I'm just done with you. Bye." Um or I don't want to 
well, you know, I, I, this relationship isn't worth it to me. I'm out of here. Right. Like, why do you really want to win some like that back? You know? Well, I, I, we know, I think we do know that though. Right. Because we feel like we're not going to get, I mean, you else. want to, yeah. because you want to, cause you have the feelings, yeah. but I guess you just have to think about why you broke up. If he was like, you know, I like somebody else. So I'm breaking up with you. Oh, well, or, yeah. <laughs> I just, oh, I just plain wow. don't like you anymore. Yeah. So I'm breaking up with you. By the way, um, I know you may, you may really want to win them yeah. back, but I don't know if it's worth it because they don't, you know, they don't like you that much. I mean, look, this is the problem with. Well, first off, I would before I even say this, notice the difference between Sarah and my answer. By the way, <laughs> notice how we responded to this question differently. <laughs> Obviously, you know where my head is at. Um, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I do, I do really love how we came with these two very different kind of scenarios into why this happened. So I do appreciate, I do, I do love that we kind of, you know, <laughs> came from it the, to, at these weird angles. But <clears throat> the idea of winning somebody back is such a romantic comedy thing, a romantic movie thing. It's such a Hallmark movie. Oh, the thing, grand gesture, right? Yeah, yeah. It's such a thing ingrained in media and ingrained in our pop culture that I feel it's ingrained in people as well because they see it everywhere. They see, you know, uh, Jennifer Lopez going out there winning back, you know, Ray Fiennes in that one movie where she was a maid. Uh, I think it was Made in Manhattan or something like that. I don't remember. Made in Manhattan. I think I don't remember, but she played like a maid. But anyway, like, but there's all these movies, right, where you see either the man or the woman do something to try to win the other person back, despite the fact that obviously it wasn't a good relationship to begin with. But they paint it as something like you know whatever. They just paint it because that's what the movie's supposed to do. It's supposed to feel makes the it's supposed to make you feel good. It's supposed to make you feel hopeful and like, oh, look at this. I can win right. my person back. And I think a lot of that is very reflective in the real world where you see people doing grand gestures and doing crazy things to win their, their but person back. that's kind of what I'm saying because usually in those movies, the person who has to win someone back did something wrong. Yeah. To, and yeah. that's why the relationship broke up. And they realize they have to realize the error of their ways. Yeah. And then they have to. It, they have to try to fix things. And that's what I'm saying. If if the relationship broke up because you did something wrong, mm -hmm. then yes, I think it might be worth it to try to win them back. But if they were just like, no thanks, bye, like well, you're trying to win someone back who doesn't like you that much and that's not a romantic well, no, but, no, but it, it sort of is and it isn't, but they do that in which there's a third person, right, in the wings for the girl to get yeah. yeah so there's always like the other guy who well right the person they're first trying to win back is not that great right. doesn't really like them that yeah. much and they're just hopelessly in love but then they find someone who loves them exactly. back yeah. and that's what's worth it so yeah i think um yeah if, if you if someone just was like and i'm not really into this and they leave um then they're just not really into it i think you know yeah but I get why people feel that way. Oh, I totally get why you want to. Yeah. I get the, the psychologically, it is so hard to let go of that. Um, I guess my advice then is just try to move on if you can. <laughs> I mean, 
try not to spend all your time and energy on trying to win them back because if they if they left because they just didn't love you anymore or they were like I want someone else or I just don't want this um and you know you hadn't really done anything that wrong you know it's okay if you're not perfect nobody is but you hadn't like hurt them really bad um then you might just not be just might not be compatible and I know it hurts I know it sucks to hear that but I think it hurts a lot too to try to win someone back and have them reject you again yeah yeah. So no, that's true. I mean, do what you want. Do what you need to do. Maybe you need to get rejected again in order to be like, okay, I'm really done with him. Yeah, it's funny you should say that. I, I I actually do feel that way because a lot of people are very persistent, especially nowadays, because we have we have this mentality that if we want something enough, we should have it, whether we deserve it or not. We should have it because we want it a lot. The secret, right? The secret. Mm-hmm. Which, if you if you think of it and manifest it, it's yours. Uh, which is, I don't know how that works, but whatever, it's fine. So <laughs> I think, so yeah, I think they have to fail a couple times and get rejected a few times to be like, okay, obviously this person doesn't want me. Like I should probably move on. But it doesn't. It's weird because it doesn't hit the first time. It always hits maybe the second, maybe even the third. <laughs> time same, yeah you know, same thing with dating right rejection you know you ask the girl out or was it mystery right ask a thousand girls out because one of them will eventually say yes to you etc right like that's that's kind of the mentality and the idea and it's like no you just if they if they are saying no to you now you probably should as sarah says you know yeah. kind of you know, recoup and, 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 and move on and see if you can find someone else or if anything spend some time with yourself and and be happy being you. What, yeah. Which is okay. Um, definitely. I've actually heard um, several people or several times I've heard people say, I'm really glad that like I reached out to my ex and they like stomped all over my heart or were like totally rude to me or yeah. this or that. They're like, because that's what I needed mm-hmm. to like kick me in the pants and be like, okay, that's done. That's, I am done chasing that person. I'm moving on with my life. Yeah. I mean, most people are like, I don't want that to happen, so I'm not even going to try. <laughs> yeah. Some people are like, yeah. yeah, it sucked and it hurt really bad, but I wasn't going to stop until that happened. So, you know, I wasn't going to give up hope until they killed the hope for me. Yeah. Oh, God, the killing of the hope. Oh, 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 that hurts. Oh, how dare you? Killing the hope. But yeah, no, you're not wrong. All right. And, yeah. um, we got a, We have one last question from Anthony. We do from Anthony. Um, what is your definition of tough love, and do you think there's too little or not enough of it? Well, interesting question. I, I do love. I mean, the word love is in there, so we can we can definitely talk about some tough love. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine a relationship that is entirely tough love? Oh like, we're not in love. We're in tough love. <laughs> that, that's that's called a kink. Sarah, that's called a kink. <laughs> yeah, but the kink is you're just brutally honest with each other. <laughs> Relationships probably work a little bit better that way. They might work a little bit better. Some people, maybe. yeah. Maybe it's like a two super successful professionals. Who maybe. Just totally brutally honest with each other. I mean, you already told me not to be when I told when I used to be honest with <laughs> the attire of my 
significant other. Told me not to be there honest. There is like a couple. There's like a couple scenarios where you don't want to be. Oh, okay, okay. So, all right. So, tough love. For but the most part. I mean, maybe this, maybe this tough love couple is like, nope. Tell me exactly how I look in clothing, and I mean it. Yeah, I know. Look, I'm learning. I'm not. I'm not going to say anything about anyone's clothing. <laughs> Y'all look great. <laughs> You all look amazing you all, all look the time. Amazing all That's the, time. the answer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, tough love. Uh, our definition. Um, yeah, you know, like Sarah was saying, you know, just being honest without considering the other person's feelings. That's really what tough love is, for the most part, right? Like you don't start, try to soften the blow. You don't try to be polite about it. You just tell them straight up. Hey, what you're doing is bad or good. I, I think you ever use tough love for something that's good. You never say, "Well, that was the best thing you've ever done, person." And like usually, it's that was pretty <laughs> awful. Why did you? do That's that? the best thing you ever did, you loser. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Uh, Sarah's um, a drill sergeant. Oh my goodness! I think it's <laughs> I think it's tough love because. Mm you generally say it for their benefit right like you actually if you're if you're being real about it being tough love and you're not just an a-hole and then <laughs> saying that was tough love yeah. even though it was just being a jerk yeah. um if it actually is tough love i think th- the love part is that you actually care enough about the other person that you want them to improve in some way or you want to spare them some suffering and you're like okay i know you don't want to hear this but you need to change what you're doing or you need yeah. to change your attitude or something um so and yeah it's not just a bunch of you know oh but you're great or right. i don't know why this is keeps happening to you over and over again I, it, it just doesn't make any sense you know oh the oh the like... platitudes yeah just platitudes everywhere <laughs> oh my goodness yeah, a whole basketball of platitudes mm. so that they can seem like a good friend and then not have yeah. to have any conflict. Exactly. Yeah, I think I think we have as a society in general don't have enough tough love. I think that if we were being more honest with each other, I think or at least if we cared about each other first, that'd be great. We should really care about each other first. Mm-hmm. Number one. Yeah. <laughs> um, which we don't do enough of. We do not care about anyone anymore. And it makes me sad. Uh, because we used to. Mm. Well, we, used to we used to a lot. Um, so uh, once we start caring about each other, then I think, yeah, a little bit. I think a little bit of tough love would work. I don't think platitudes help any, really. But... Uh, again, you don't have to say they look fat in those jeans, for instance, because they don't – it doesn't – it's okay. <laughs> you know, you could easily just be like, yeah, hey, look, I care about you. I want you to do well, and therefore, this is the thing you need to know. And, yeah, I think we don't do that enough uh, in general. But, again, we don't care about everyone enough either. So let's start caring again. Let's start actually caring about the people around us and wanting them to do well because, uh, yeah, I miss it, you know. Used to be, we used to be uh, cheerleaders for each other, in a way, yeah. and uh, it was really um, encouraging. And we did so much with it. We went to the moon. <laughs> we we accomplished <laughs> great feats of of all sorts of different things. And you know, yeah, uh, I think we just need that again. So, uh, so I say too little. I say not enough. So, yeah, I think there was 
probably a lot more tough love in the past. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so too. I think, I think it'd be great if you could give everyone an option. Like when they're coming to you crying or having a hard time, you could be like, would you like emotional support right now? Or would you like real advice? <laughs> Sarah, I'm telling you right now, no matter what I say, give me real advice, please. <laughs> no, really, really. I like, I, I'll, I trust you to give me real advice. Um, yeah, done. you know how I can be. Yeah. Oh, I know how you, oh man. Oh, off the air. I can be brutally honest. I mean, not necessarily to you, but no. about things. No. I, I, hopefully I haven't done anything or said anything where you needed to be brutally honest with me. I've been pretty. I don't think I have. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had to be brutally honest with you. I think I've, I am brutally honest about my thoughts though. Sometimes. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man. Oh, we could, that, that would. That's like a level thousand dollar patron to hear her thoughts on the world. <laughs> that's a that is maximum page for that. Uh, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, I, I I yeah. So there you go. Um, I hope that answers your question, Anthony. I I, I know that. Um, I guess that's I guess that has been weighing on your mind for you to ask that. So hopefully, either you're doling out the tough love or getting it if you need it. But yeah. We'll try to dole it out as well here uh, when when we can, um, without totally ripping you apart. Not you personally, but people in general. So uh, yeah, it's a tough line yeah. sometimes. It is. It can be. Yeah, you know, we we want people to come back, but we also don't want to tell them. <laughs> like, <laughs> we want to at least give them some idea of like what they're doing wrong, but we also want them to come back. So anyway. Uh, right. Speaking of coming back, this guy is always welcome back because he has a corner in our show. He's the right cow left coast. And he has a corner here to ask us some questions. Sarah, what questions does he have for us tonight? Let's see. In seeking a partner, are you seeking perfect, the love of your life, the one you're destined for? Or are you willing to compromise the person who is good enough, the flawed person who you see as a project to improve and have the other grow into you? Hmm. Hmm. I was going to say something, but I'm not. Um, what were you going to say? Rather grow into them. But anyway, moving on. Oh, my God. <laughs> Told you. Brain is elsewhere right now. Um. Anyway. Your brain is always there. No, it's not. How dare you? How dare you? She's not wrong, but how dare you? <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway. Um. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> uh, seeking a partner. Um, I don't know. Are you seeking perfect there, Sarah? Are you looking for the perfect, perfect mate? Um. Well, I, of course, perfect is not possible. Um, I think that I am looking for the love of my life. That would be wonderful. Yeah. You know, I don't believe in like a single soulmate, though. So. It doesn't mean that if it doesn't work out with someone who I was sure was my soulmate that that means I'm done. Right. Um, the one you're destined for. Again, I, I feel like, I feel like we each have several soulmates is kind of my belief. Okay. Like there's several people in this world who are very, very, very compatible for us. And it would be wonderful to find one of those people. Yes, that is what I'm looking for. Am I willing to compromise? Um, I guess that depends. If I met someone and I was like, okay, I really like a ton of things about them, but 
you know, maybe they we don't quite get each other on a certain level, but everything else is amazing. I don't know. I guess I'd have to see what the situation is. I, you know, I'm not sure if I would say, well, here's the thing too, is like, if in every relationship, there comes times when things aren't perfect. Right. And if you're like, I'm only gonna be with my soulmate, does that mean when things aren't great that you're like, (laughs) well, this doesn't feel good. I could probably find, you know, (laughs) a more compatible person out there or. And then you become irrational, you break up with them and then they have to try to win you back. See, question. See. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Uh, It was, it was all just a, a misunderstanding about soulmates. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That's really hard because you don't want to settle. Well, I mean, and what's the definition of settling, really? What's the diff- definition of compromise, really? Right? Like, you're... Exactly. Like, what's the line? Like, I I know someone who's in a relationship, and they really... It seems like they don't like the person. But... Yeah. I... You know, they're, they're not toxic, really, together, I don't think. Um, they're just kind of like normal they're just okay i don't think they were like passionate about each other i don't think they really have a lot of awesome stuff to say about each other i think they're just like yeah this is okay (laughs) and um (laughs) they don't really talk about their significant other and they they never really have anything um like like nothing going on with them and they're just like yeah it's okay you know it's fine so i i would say that sounds like settling to me yeah yeah (laughs) yeah, i think so too um for someone else the line might be you know i like a lot of things about him but he's just not aggressive enough for me I don't know. Like, no, you know, yeah, so I right, think I'm right. going to like, I'm going to leave him and I'm going to find me, you know, a manlier man or something. Sure. Yeah. And then it's like, was she being too, you know, picky? Right. You know, yeah. <laughs> was that really settling to be with someone who was really amazing to her, but just wasn't, you know, <laughs> going right. to pick a bar fight every night? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a, t- I don't know where the line is exactly. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. Um, like I get, see, I understand just how this question is formed because I look at dating now and I look at online dating and I look at kind of the mentality behind dating nowadays for especially younger people of the, well, it's, you know, Mr. Right now versus like Mr. Right. It's like, okay, they're good for now, Mm -hmm. but I'm certain I'll find someone better later. Right, because I have access to everyone. I have access to all of these people I would never have had access to, whether you're male or female. You have access to dozens of people of which you can have any type of relationship with. And so mm-hmm. we always think, well, yeah, that perfect person, it, it allows us the illusion that that perfect person is out there, it allows us the illusion that someone out there is going to fit me just the right way and in every shape and form, they're going to be great. 
and I'm never going to have to think about it again because they're the one for me. And sure, I connected with this guy over here or this girl over here, but you know what? We're not that perfect together. That's okay because the next one, when I do that search again, when I click, when I swipe right again, that guy, that perfect guy or girl is going to be that next right swipe. It's like gambling. Dating has become the greatest lottery game ever, right? Because it's free mm. and the prize is amazing, <laughs> right? The prize is absolutely awesome. Right. You get a girl or the guy. thing everyone wants. Yeah. And you can keep going forever. <laughs> and you can win over and over and over again, right? That's true. Potentially. But in reality... It doesn't, you know, in in the real world, you're never going to get the perfect match. It's just never going to happen. I mean, statistically. Yes, I know people have been together since they were in high school and they're, and they're 90 and they've been together for 70 years and it's been perfect and beautiful and wonderful. Okay, that's an exception, not the rule. The rule, <laughs> the, the rule is, is, you know, like look, at, look at, like, like, look at Sarah and I, right? We're both... Not yet, but we're at some point going to search for a new partner somewhere out there, right? And who's, you know, we've already experienced all these different partners in the past, and we all thought they were the one to some degree, right? At some point in our mm -hmm. in, in that relationship, we thought, this is it. This is the person I'm going to be with for a long time. And then it doesn't happen to work out that way. Hell, I was even with somebody I married, and I ne and it never turned into anything longer than, you know. I didn't even hit a decade with that person. So, mm. you know, and I thought, this is it. My perfect partner. You know, my the love of my life. Never again will I need someone else. And Sarah's right. There's more than one person out there who is compatible and worth your while. So for you, right, Cal, yeah, I, I don't think, much like Sarah, I'm not, I mean, perfect is... Perfect is the person of whom is most compatible with me. They are not perfect as a person. They're not perfect as, as, as an individual. They're just, we connect well enough to where we can be together for a very long time, maybe indefinitely. That would be, to me, considered perfect. Um, <clears throat> are they destined? I mean, technically, I guess, yes. If they're the last person I end up with, if the person I end up dying beside then technically i guess we were destined to be together right because i didn't i didn't decide <laughs> to be with anybody else so i guess technically i was destined to be with that person um and is it a compromise that you are in love with somebody is love a compromise right like you fall in love with really imperfect people all the time you we, we not all the time but we fall in love with people who are not 100 percent amazingly perfect but they're amazing and so to the to 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 me at least, that's good enough. If they're if I'm in love with them, if I if I if I find them worth loving, like genuinely loving, then yeah, that's good enough. Flaws and all, like great, perfect. That's because yeah, I'm, I, I'm not, there's never going to be a moment where I'm be like yeah, yeah, X Y Z you know, whatever. They're marking off all these check marks and they're like yeah, they're all these things and there she is. Mm -hmm. Unless we manufacture them ourselves, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're, you're not going to find someone like that. So, you know. Yeah. And kind of like what you're saying with people being able to keep dating now and keep trying yeah. and stuff. I think it also depends on how you view things. For one person, something can seem like a, a great match, like the perfect love for the rest of their life. And yeah. for another person, 
it might feel like settling. And the difference between the two is one person like is able to be in it for the long haul and is able to make it through tough times. And the other person has grass is greener syndrome. Yeah. So when things get tough, they're like, I want something else. This is not pleasant right now. And, um, you know, it might be the same relationship and it might have been just as good when times were good, but depending on how the person views relationships and like how hard they're willing to work at them can make the difference between something being really wonderful and a lifelong thing and something being like, well, I bet there's something better. Yeah. I, again, there, the, as much as I know that, um, maybe myself, I'll be in, I'll, maybe that's the route I'll take is online dating. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't thought about it yet, but at some point, I guess I'm when I go back out there, I'm going to use some form of way of, of dating. And yeah. Um, so I, I'm, you know, that may be <laughs> as much as it, it pains me <laughs> to say that, I, that I still think the internet is a mistake. <laughs> Because it allows for this. <laughs> the internet was such a mistake. I hate that the internet exists. Part of me just hates that the internet is a thing. Because, man, does it do just crazy stuff for people. And one of which is this stupid... I mean, it's not... I mean, it, you know, it's just this grass is greener syndrome, like you were saying. It's like, you're always going to think it's better. Always. Because you have access to it. And the internet gives you access. When you didn't have access, and yeah. you could only pick your partner based off of the people who you interacted with on a daily basis. You didn't think about the other side because you didn't have access to the other side because you, you're like, well, I know everyone out of all the people I know, I picked right. this one. <laughs> like, that's it. There, there's no one else. So you knew oh, this is the one for me. So anyway, I don't know. All right. Well, yeah. I think we answered the question. <laughs> and if the person you, and, if you couldn't find the person who was meant for you in your small group of people, you could do the video dating services. Oh, jeez. Oh, we talked about that <laughs> off the air. Oh, my God. Or did we talk about it? I don't remember if we talked about it. I think we day. talked about it in, the, in one of the old episodes. <laughs> oh, we talked about Oh, my God. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. Hi, my name is Jim. And this I is like, what uh, me think of. I mean, like to take long walks <laughs> on the beach. And uh, I have a dog. His name is Rover. Yeah. So anyway, ladies, he'll slick his hair back. Uh, you know, you can just uh, get a hold of me, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll be a great date for you. Wink, and then uh, it's just gross. <laughs> Let me make your dreams come true. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> There's always that really awkward nerdy one. <laughs> When we used to make fun of nerds, before we used to, now, now that we're, we're kind of ex- accepting them, yeah, when they're, uh, when everyone was Steve Urkel. <laughs> that was a great impression. That was really good. Oh, my God. I can't. Oh, my, all right. Oh, wow. That was hilarious. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> look it up. Look it up, kids. Video dating, oh man, <laughs> it's it's some of the best stuff you'll ever see. Uh, YouTube has them. <laughs> Seriously, look it up on YouTube. You will find <laughs> tons so of videos. Good. Yeah. Uh, the the uh, you did ask. I'm going to answer one brief question that you asked at the very beginning of your email, which is whether or not we dressed up for Halloween, and we are actually doing the show for Halloween. 
even though I know <laughs> that this is this is being posted on the 11th of November or whatever. Uh, so this is what we're doing. We didn't dress up. I guess we dressed up as podcasters. I think that's what Sarah and I dressed yeah. up as because that's what we're, <laughs> we're just dressed in normal clothing. <laughs> we have no, we're not wearing anything special tonight. Um, nope. No. Though, I guess maybe we'll change that for next year. I, I mean, it's not going to fall. We're not going to record on a, hol- on a Halloween. Nobody sees us but each other. <laughs> so what? We're just getting into the spirit. My work today was like, we're all remote. Employees, except I mean I, I'm sort of remote, but everyone else is remote employees, and they're like dress up for this thing we're gonna do, and it was like five minutes, and I'm like we just dress up for five minutes of a thing, <laughs> like a Zoom call. That, that <laughs> I'm like, why do we do that? You know, I mean I get it, we're in the spirit of the holiday, but like why not? It'll just get us in the mood. And then we can talk more Danny Elfman, and we could talk more, you know, like Halloween stuff. I think it'd be fun, um, you know, yeah. just to be fun. Like I mean. I think you and the doctor are the only people I've seen today, so. <laughs> oh. oh. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm, I'm glad. Um, and I wasn't going to wear a costume to the doctor. No. But, like, for instance, I mean, we're going to do a holiday episode at some point. Just to get into the spirit of it, if you, ha- if you don't get one, but if you have an ugly sweater or something, or if you have, like, something holiday-y to wear, I'll wear something holiday-y as well. And we can wear a holiday thing for... Our holiday episodes. Oh, I mean, it doesn't have to be Do anything I own spectacular. Anything holiday? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like I have some old, um, like holiday, ba- like like a, yeah, like an ugly sweater for an ugly sweater contest at work for many years ago, and like a T-shirt that has like Christmassy stuff on it that I don't wear, you know. But I have it. I'll just wear it for the show. Because I'm not going to wear it anywhere else. I'm not going to wear it in public. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm not going to wear that in public. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm not going to look weird in public with this weird, you know, the. but yeah. Well, I don't know. Just a thought. I'll throw it out there, you know. Okay. I, I don't own anything except for, like, a St. Patrick's Day scarf, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. First off, you're, you don't celebrate Christmas, right? Uh, I mean, I do if I know someone else who celebrates um, it and they want to celebrate so when you're in a relationship with someone who celebrates christmas you'll celebrate christmas with them now do you yeah, celebrate and actually my family oh. my family usually does something because like my brother-in-law mm-hmm. is from england and christmas is a big deal there so there's usually a dinner sure do you have the poppers yeah little... yeah he will get the, poppers, get the poppers sometimes and then you wear the little paper yeah. hats and stuff oh man Oh, very UK, <laughs> very British. Oh, you must then you must get him a Terry's chocolate orange for the holidays because that's a very holiday thing. Oh, I love those Terry's chocolate orange. Yeah, Man. they're the best. They're so good. Just smash them. You gotta, the only kind, the only chocolate you have to throw on the ground because you have to smash. <laughs> you have to smash them so you can separate the different little things. I've never seen him buy those for himself. I, I've seen him buy Maltesers. Yeah, Maltesers, fantastic. I think. Maltesers. I'm a bit look. I'm a, I'm an Anglophile, so I like a lot of British stuff. So yeah, Maltesers <laughs> are great. Um, anyway, all right. Well, we'll do. We'll think of something. You know, maybe we'll do something for Hanukkah. <laughs> I don't know. We'll do something though. We'll do something celebratory of Yay. holidays. Yeah, why not? I don't care. I'll get a. I mean, uh, I don't celebrate, but if you do, then yeah, we'll, we'll celebrate. Well, you can wear your Christmas thing, and I'll I'll look for something probably from like the dollar store. <laughs> Well, we'll figure it out. Yeah, it just or, or you know, just wrap yourself up in tinsel. I'm just saying, we can do something fun. You know, I'll just I'll just tape a Hanukkah <laughs> to my shirt. I mean, a menorah. 
do you do the menorah like normally? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, um, I think maybe it technically is called a Hanukkah, but everyone just calls it a menorah. Oh, it is a Hanukkah. But yeah, um, I think so. I could be wrong. I'm remembering this from way, way, way back in the day. But yes, I do have a really nice one um, because for a long time I had a really tiny little travel one and it broke. And then I would just use like tea candles. <laughs> well, look, I I don't I sell look when I it's the holidays I celebrate Christmas Hanukkah Kwanzaa anyway, so it's everything. Christmaka, Christmas Hanukkah Kwanzaa. Yeah, Christmas Hanukkah. Well, I think it's Hanukkah's in there twice if you do Christmas Hanukkah Kwanzaa. <laughs> but yeah, how else do you do it? So it sounds good. You don't like Christmas Hanukkah Kwanzaa? Kwanzaa. I guess Kwanzaa. Christmas Kwanzaa. Well, we'll work it out. We'll, we'll work out the, the wording as well. <laughs> anyway, um, I think, you know what? We're going to wrap it up there. We, have, uh, we haven't done a bonus episode in a while, so we're going to do the, the article as a bonus episode as we, as we make fun of. Um, uh, maybe, maybe not make fun of, but give some advice on dating and the best way to message during uh, someone on a dating app. Even though it says humor at the end of this, I see, uh, on the link. So I don't remember it being that funny, but whatever. We'll check it out. Um, until then, everyone, please, once again, once again, if you can, tiny, no, is it tiny? Yes, tinyurl.com slash monster tales. If you can, please, we have about a week left on the uh, Kickstarter. So every little bit helps. We're trying to get it uh, into a bunch of these cool uh, stretch goals that allow us to give you more than just the story. You get more in-depth stuff. There's even a, if you want, and hopefully there's, I'm really hoping someone will do this. One of the reward levels, if you if you pledge a certain amount, will have you talking to all of us, all of the authors, and you can ask us questions and you know have us in a discussion. But that'd be really cool. Let's just do that. It'd be like doing the Is This Love podcast with a bunch of strangers and me. That'd be kind of cool. Sarah will not be there because she didn't nice. write. She didn't write anything in the book. But if she ever writes in in in, in, in a book, she can go ahead and and, and participate. <laughs> Never know. Uh, is this love pod at gmail dot com? If you want to send an email, like we had from the uh, questionnaires today. Uh, if you also want to hit us up on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, it's at is this love pod. And uh, lastly, look uh, me up personally uh, at AKA the other guy on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and look up Sarah on Instagram. The more people that show up on her Instagram, the more likely a cat will appear on that Instagram page. <laughs> Sarah.Nade, <laughs> Stott, and Stott Pete. She'll take pictures of Pete or something. I don't know. Or draw Pete or something. We'll see what happens. But or, oh my goodness. never know. Not promising things. Not promising anything. <laughs> it may just be an empty Instagram for the rest of her days. But, you know, I'm telling you, the more followers so she gets, the more. She has to do. Uh, she does. She, she has a, she's very busy. Um, but uh, with a bunch of awesome projects. So look out for that uh, at sarah.nade.ann.pete. You're not really going to see any of those projects. <laughs> but. Is uh, it really just... that many dots? <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. Uh, is it? Isn't it? Is... Oh my god! Dot is it or is it serenade.and.pete? Oh, it might be serenade.and.pete. Oh. You might be right. I could. I, could, I might have overdone it. <laughs> That's, here's the thing. I don't go onto her Instagram either because she, she doesn't post anything. <laughs> so I don't. I don't put, I'm sorry. But, but follow it anyway because like, again, I'm trying to entice her to at least post something every once in a while. But. uh 
Sarah, uh, I'm going to look it up because obviously I can't remember off the top of my head. So Sarah dot, is it, is it Sarah dot need or is it just Sarah need? It's Sarah need dot and dot. I added an extra dot. <laughs> Sarah need dot and dot P. Sarah dot need dot and dot P dot dot. <laughs> <laughs> go, go to at least look at her uh, cool um, profile picture because it's 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 her it's her art as her profile picture. Get a little cat that goes meow, or actually meow, <laughs> meow. <laughs> so you get to see that. Thanks everyone for listening. You guys are awesome. Uh, one buck a month at patreon dot com slash aka the other guy for um, is this love pod. Uh, extras and bonus episodes so check it out there thanks everyone for listening we'll talk to you all next time as we get closer to thanksgiving where we'll be talking about what we're thankful for Ooh, there you go maybe just turkey i don't know all right we'll talk to you all (laughs) next time bye everyone